Hey folks, welcome to Pivot Point. My name is Joseph DiBiase and this is my podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to bonus episode number four, actually. Um, so the last time I was talking to you about my own pivot points, I ended it with getting the job for Dirty Dancing and it becoming a huge success, which then automatically gave me some street cred because of all the work that I did. Now, keep in mind that my goal and life is to be a composer. And I was grateful for the music editing job. I was capable of doing the music editing job. And, and I got it. And, um, and I got into the union, so I was able to get health care. And this was a great thing. Now, after Dirty Dancing, it just seemed like there was no work at all. And, um, you know, all of this great success was now becoming a bit of a desert. And this was my introduction to the freelance world. The truth is, we never know when our next gigs are coming. And it is really about the relationships that we have and the new ones that we need to build and the people who want to work with you. And so I had to learn that. Now, I was living in Stanford, Connecticut, of course, everything was in New York, an hour away. So I, you know, needed to make calls, needed to meet people, talk to other editors. And it, it was a dry, dry period for some time. So learning to deal with that was, in a way, another pivot point for me. I had to learn how to adapt to not working all the time. I like to keep myself very, very busy, you know, um, I'm just not going to sit still, but I had to sit still in some ways. And uh, what became my job was looking for a job. And I have to say that wasn't the healthiest way of living. So I had to change that and find that balance. And eventually I got work again. And But, you know, that on-again, off-again lifestyle is difficult. And, um, well, it was difficult to get used to. So, for me, as I go about sharing some of these things, I, I, it's hard without getting into too much of my personal life, yet I need to share a little bit of that. So, as going through this, it was difficult on my family. My children were younger. My wife at that time wanted me home more, and if I had jobs, it was difficult, but then we had money. So it was, um, it just wasn't a good situation. It wasn't working out as, as uh, comfortably as I think everybody would have hoped. So I share that to say there was also that tension of tension in the house and tension for money. How do we, how do we survive? As I said, other jobs finally came in and that helped, but that increased other kind of tension. I shared with you on other podcasts um, about how I got to meet Craig, and, and I'll share it again here because it's a different, 
This is a different kind of broadcast. I was working on a film, and when I was just working away, there is that voice inside of you, that silent unction that comes up, you know, and I know we all have shared, had that, like that little thought. And my thought was, go give Craig McKay your resume. And so, again, most of you may already have heard this story when I interviewed Craig. So I won't repeat it too much here. You can hear it on episodes four and five of the podcast. But what happened was I felt this unction, this voice, this movement within to say, go give my resume to Craig. I printed it with trepidation. I went down the hall to go visit with him, dropped it off. I introduced myself, dropped it off, and walked out. And within a week or two, he called me about a job that um, I did with him called um, Miami Blues. And that started a lifelong relationship. That is a pivot point. In some ways, when there's a connection that is beyond your logical thinking, that happens from some sort of internal connection, it's something to take note of. And as I had mentioned in that podcast, I, I had not the awareness I didn't have the awareness to understand the connection and friendship that we had and have at that time. And um, so as we got to work, we were building this friendship. But within the couple of years, I ended up moving to Nashville. And again, part of that pivot point was because of trying to keep the marriage together. And that was after the movie Shining Through. That movie was a, a gift, and it was a great movie to work on, and uh, I've talked a lot about it in other episodes, and so I won't share it too much here, but getting to work with David Seltzer and Craig, of course, and then Colleen, whom I've just done an interview with, these people are friends, they are connections, and they are part of your fiber, even though like, you just don't see them that often, especially now with the way things are going. But again, I share this because I, the, take note of the people that come in and out of your life as there, there are pivot points and they do, they do reflect your life. So, here's the story about moving to Nashville. And as a preface to that, the idea behind going to Nashville, again, was to give the marriage a second chance to get out of the city, the hustle and bustle. After working on Shining Through, I thought I was going to do more composing, and I did do some. I did a I composed an independent feature film that actually went to Sundance. Um, but kicking off that solo career as a composer is a lot harder than I thought. And, um, and I ended up doing some one music editing job when I first moved to Nashville, and that was uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And uh, I actually wrote some music in that as well. But after that, 
it became a bit of a desert. Now, I, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but so the idea was to change locations, give the family dynamic a little bit more of t- togetherness. I would be home. So we drove to Nashville with the idea of let's check out what this is about. We had liked it once before when we drove through and spent a weekend there. And um, so we took a long weekend, flew down, enjoyed it, found a house that was very affordable, bought it, and moved shortly thereafter. Now, something to be said about this, and that is sometimes you have these times in your life where it just feels like the seas have parted. And the world and the universe and God and everything is saying, this is the right direction. And so you go with this, with this current. And I've had that a few times in my life where you just go. And so you, we did. But here's the thing. How do you evaluate that afterwards? And... Here's why I'm asking. You know, I look back at that time and I ended up not staying in the film business. It, it just not being around out of sight, out of mind. It's different today where a lot of us can be anywhere now. But so that happened. So I was out of the film business for a, close to 10 years. Um, my marriage didn't survive. Um, so was this a good thing? Was this a really good move? And this is where I start to ask, when we do a look back, the criteria that we use to weigh against the look back, sometimes that needs to be evaluated. And so the reason why I say is that, you know, if I just go by what I had just said, I could say, man, that was a, it was a bust. It was a big mistake. And at the same time, I can go back and say, well, I spent a lot more time with my children at a very young age. We ended up homeschooling where I was able to do some of that. I was around for their wrestling and soccer and dance and what have you. And I got to build some lifelong friends there. So the criteria is not always about money or career. And there is this thing that I have said before, which is sometimes our assessment of things don't always mean what we think it means. And so that leaves me to hold my judgment loosely and let things unfold and take every day for what it is. So Nashville was big, you know, after two years of living there, had to sell the house because I couldn't afford it anymore because I wasn't doing the kind of work I was doing in New York to make that kind of money. So we had to scale down. That wasn't exactly easy. Um, a, A couple of years after that, we had to scale down again. That wasn't easy. Uh, you know, I, I can go into some of those and, you know, maybe I will. I had a spiritual journey that, um, boy, that's a deep one. Because there are some things there that 
are unreplaceable in my life. And then there's other things there that I would label with a, some, a capital BS. And, and the truth of the matter is, we're human. And I, I, had to rem- I, I had to keep in mind that humans are humans. And we're, we're a mess. And that's kind of where I think I'm going to leave it at the moment, because I probably need to give it some more thought on how deep I want to go there. But the truth is about this move, a major pivot point in my life. It took me from one place and one place of building a career. I was on a trajectory. I was working with some higher profile people. I have no idea how it would be had I stayed. Maybe I would have been divorced sooner. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What really matters is understanding that pivot points, the choices we make, can lead us sometimes into places of growth. And that is what happened with me. And growth doesn't come easy, right? It comes with friction. It comes with being, I don't know, think about a tree. That's what keeps on coming into my mind. It has to be watered, then it has to be in the sun, and then it has to be watered, and it has to be stretched, and then it goes through seasons, and then and it gets taller. And I, I have to say, my Nashville years were like that for me on a personal level. I started a production company. That didn't work. I had it for almost three years. Got to meet some amazing people. We, we had a lot of great shows in development, which I think I've shared. In fact, I did share on Maurice's uh, podcast. You know, Wisdom of the Ages was one of those shows that, um, that we, we were developing. And that's what this pivot point is about, really, is hearing our stories and what do we make from them. And with Maurice being uh, older, it really felt like this was having coffee with somebody of my family and who is older and just sharing, me, sharing with me some of their stories. And uh, it was wonderful. I love it. And, but that getting back to the production company, it just, didn't, it just didn't work. You know how I was saying earlier that it, coming to Nashville was kind of like, you know, the, the seas parted and the universe was saying, yes, go here. And this is like, you know, it felt all doors open. With the production company, it felt the exact opposite. It felt like all doors closed. And so <laughs> with me... When a door is closed, guess what I do? Well, I push harder. Let's see if we can get that door open. Let me solve this problem because guess what? It's solvable. Yeah, it was definitely no. That it, it just was not going to happen. It just was not going to work. And um, sometimes there's a pivot point that just is a no. And it was a good thing but it took me too long to get it. 
I believe I'm faster now <laughs> at seeing the no. <laughs> so eventually I ended up working at a church doing media. Well, at first I was an assistant to a worship pastor and that was a different experience for me, being, you know, scheduling a choir, an 80-member choir, and five or six different bands that would play throughout the weekends. From being on a creative side to being on an administrative side was different, but hey, I needed a job. But that opened up a whole other world of friends that I still have today. But that also goes into, as I said earlier, some of the BS that I experienced. And, and I can say that I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the BS. I'm grateful for the immense amount of pain because I think that's sometimes what happens is to kind of open your eyes to things. And it's a bit of a shaking. So the idea of pivot points, and for you who are listening, is that it's not always about a pivot point for a career. It's about a pivot point for your life because when your career is over, guess what? You're still living your life. And if you've missed a lot of pivot points along the way about your own personal growth, you'll be doing them then. Or maybe not at all, and you would have missed some amazing opportunities. I can say this about my Nashville journey. I have no regrets. Even though there was a lot of pain and a lot of loss, there was also a lot of gain and a lot of happiness. So when you start bringing out the scale, know how you're judging it. And as I said, maybe the idea is to just accept it for what it is and move forward and not take away too much of a meaning because I continually find out new meanings in all of my life and all of my past experiences. So here we are, pivot point, a change in your life, a direction that you go in, it may be difficult, it doesn't last forever, and you always have choice in the situation. You always have a choice to change your direction or change your mind. So, again, it's, it's hold things loosely. It doesn't always mean what we think it means. And know deep inside that gut, you know? It, I'm telling you. I think we know a lot more than we allow ourselves to know if we're willing to let ourselves be open to it. So, next bonus episode. I know, that was a little philosophical, wasn't it? Think about it. I think you know what I'm talking about. Next episode. I'm going to talk about how I got back into the film business. It's not exactly uh, all roses, um, but it's going to be interesting. And certainly a huge gift to me. So remember, until next time, if someone's doing it, why not you? Why not you?